There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast made by fans like you for fans like you. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. I'm your host, Joe Kuzma, and for today's preview of the Miami Dolphins game, Hey, it's not July, but you're already back. You're back for the first uh, preview that we have for the in 2017, actually, although we have had a game in 2017. Nathaniel Bodner from Steel City Report. Nate Dog, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you doing today? Uh, you know, it's snowing out there, and they're saying it's, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to be cold for Sunday, which, hey, you know what? That actually plays in the Steelers' favor, except for. I remember a game two, three years ago where Mike Wallace came back to town with the Dolphins and it yeah. started snowing in that game and it didn't turn out so well for the Steelers then. So I'm hoping for a better result this time. Absolutely. Yeah, it did not turn in their favor on that game. Uh, Troy Palmolo did have a pick six on Tannehill and uh, they almost won that game with Antonio Brown, but he just got out of bounds at the end of the game with uh, about uh, three seconds left or so. Yeah, so, that was that would have been the most – yeah, that would have been like one of the most famous plays in Steelers history, and in the, you know, like his pinky toe, like was just out, and how the referee or side judge, line judge, whichever, whichever guy was responsible for making that call there, I have no idea how he could see that because the field was you know covered in the white stuff, and Antonio Brown right. has white shoes, and it's a white stripe, and I mean, it would have got it would have gotten reviewed anyways, and I believe it did. I remember standing there mm-hmm. at that game, just waiting and just waiting. And uh, yeah, it was one of the last games Troy played, and he, yep. he scored like almost practically right in front of us. We had field passes for that game. It was really cool. It's the story I tell everyone about how uh, you don't believe what you see and hear about the ball moving, especially in that open end of the end zone. And I remember seeing their punter. Um, God, I'm trying to think because their kicker's name is Franks. Um, I'm trying to think who the punter is for them. And he's practicing, and, you know, I could almost touch the guy, and he's practicing out of the back of that end zone, and then they're kicking it the other way. And the, the ball just does some wacky things at Heinz Field. So, uh, it does, especially when it's snowing outside. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. So, actually, let's start with the weather. This is something that's very interesting. Um, I, I don't have the original credit for it other than knowing Aditi Kikawalo, who covers the Steelers for NFL Network. Uh, she had retweeted this, and it was actually the weather or the temperature of the games that the Dolphins played this year. Uh, all of October, they stayed in Miami. They didn't move. Uh, I've mentioned that many times here on the show, but just for anybody who wasn't aware, they played four straight home games and had a bye for one of the longest stretches of not going on the road, I think, in NFL history. Uh, I think only the Chargers had it had a longer streak uh, of such a, or a longer break. Actually, the Chargers did. That was something different because they had a Thursday night game and a London trip and a bye or something all within like three weeks, which was kind of wild. But they had a lot of time off there. They only played like two games within like 
28 days or something ridiculous. Well, these guys, they played four straight games at home. So uh, they went to Seattle. It was 61 degrees, 79 when they went up to New England. So it was nice and toasty up in the Boston area. 86 back at home, their first home game in week three. 62 in Cincinnati. And then uh, there's this streak of games in Miami. 88, 81 when the Steelers went there. 81, 80. 85 in San Diego. 63 in Los Angeles. Uh, back to Miami for a brisk 79. <laughs> They're probably wearing winter coats. Uh, 47 when they got just housed at Baltimore. And then 77 back in Miami. Uh, 35 playing in New Jersey. 38 in Buffalo. And then 80 again in Miami. So yes, uh, just all over the map and I'm seeing you know what some whoever wrote this must have yeah, I'm trying to make out their handwriting I didn't see yeah that. I saw that on on Twitter with uh, Didi Kiko Bala uh, retweeting that like you said and you know what I saw today this morning actually the Miami Dolphins actually put uh their footballs in the freezer to prepare for the Pittsburgh Steelers weather <laughs> but they thawed out immediately because you know yeah it's pretty it's pretty hot in Miami. Um, during this time of year, it's a little bit colder, but it's nothing like uh, over here up in Pittsburgh. So it's going to be a very big challenge for them. But they have beat Pittsburgh in the snow before, like we just said, in 2013. And in week six, they put up a very big fight. And that was due to uh, running back Jay Ajayi uh, just carrying the load. He had, uh, I believe, 204 yards. And uh, it just was a complete, utter meltdown with the defensive front. Hayward was not there. Um, uh, Hargrave, he only played uh, 59% of the snaps. Debo, 56% of the snaps. Bud Dupree was on IR. Uh, You know, Shazier didn't play that game, so they had Vince Williams. And they normally say that Vince Williams is a run-stopping linebacker, a little bit better than Dupree, but he wasn't doing it. Uh, You know, Ben got hurt in that game. Uh, it just was a complete, total disaster on the defensive side of the football. But I'll, I'm here to tell you today, and I know that you know this, Joe, this is a completely different football team. They're yeah. ready. Yeah. I was. You know what? I was going to segue right into saying this game's going to be different for a multitude of reasons and not just the weather. But you're absolutely right. Um, we both have talked about this. Uh, this is a little different than, well, even last week playing the Cleveland Browns for what guys did not play. There were quite a few names that were a scratch or uh, didn't see time or action in uh, in Miami when they made that trip down there. Aside from like guys like Lawrence Timmons like puking their guts out, Ryan Shazier was injured, Bud Dupree was on the IR, Cam Hayward uh, – not around for that game, not around for this game. So that whole talk about, you know, with Jay Ajayi and getting 200 yards. And, man, we're going to cover Jay Ajayi in a second because they feel that's the whole key to this. But I feel the Steelers' run D is a lot better. Uh, I think you mentioned Ladarius Green, and he looks to be his second straight uh, day of full practice. So mm-hmm. once they get the Friday practice in, we'll know we'll hopefully see him cleared from the concussion protocol. Everyone, everyone that talks about it, well, Tomlin doesn't really talk about it, but Ben seems pretty confident, and everyone else seems pretty confident that he's going to be available. As you mentioned, really, some of these guys not not installed as the starters yet. Artie Burns just cutting his teeth. Yeah. Javon Hargrave. Um, 
He was filling in for Cam Hayward there in this game. This is early his first action as defensive end in that in that particular game. And, you know, there's a lot of changes here. You had Jarvis Jones and Anthony Chiquillo as the starters at outside linebacker. So James Harrison, who's been playing all the snaps, Bud Dupree's been playing all the snaps recently. This is a completely different look. And the biggest piece, Robert Golden was the starting strong safety. Yes, Sean Davis was only a special teamer. Sean Davis, pretty much since Sean Davis has been the starter, the Steelers have not lost. Huge impact there from our second-round rookie and our rookie MVP. Yes. Congratulations to him. He well-deserved. It was a really tough uh, class to pick an MVP of the team. You, had, you know, have Hargrave making making his plays. Uh, rookie Artie Burns, of course, uh, the corner. He, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, three interceptions. Uh, he actually could have maybe four or five if he, he always wants to jump those routes and try to get a pick six. And it did bite him in the butt against Cleveland. Uh um, Terrell Pryor decided to go off a little bit at the end of the game, and that almost cost them. Um, but it, it it was a pretty good game um, on the defensive side of the football from uh, Burns. He played pretty well, but he only played seventy percent of the snaps that first time around. Uh, now that he's implemented as a starter, he's playing like a hundred percent of the snaps. Uh, you know, so that that's a huge thing. His tackling was an issue, and now it's fixed. He, he's a very good tackler now. Uh, so everything on the secondary and on the defensive front, it's different, but it's better than what the Miami Dolphins uh, played with uh, the first time around. Yeah, and I think that's a huge point to make here is we're talking about guys who are rookies. They're not really rookies anymore. Yes, no. they are. They're first-year players, but they now have a half a season in their pocket, unlike when they were first going down to Miami, or they weren't even playing for that matter in the case of like Sean Davis. So mm-hmm. the secondary looks a lot stronger. The linebackers look a lot stronger. Stephon Tuitt will return this week. Uh, as he's expected to return, has also been practicing. I I really, really like what I see with the defensive line rotation as well. They're talking about Johnny Max, he might be a little banged up. Ricardo Matthews might be a little banged up. But give me to it, give me Hargrave, give me Latarius LT Walton. And I think we're going to see Jay Ajayi shut down. A lot of people are just putting up those box scores. They're just putting up the stats up against Le'Veon Bell. This is what Jay Ajayi did. Well, Jay Ajayi did Number one, he didn't even win the job over Arian Foster, who decided to retire midseason. And he finally gets in there, and yeah, he has a couple 200-yard games. But we're talking about a Le'Veon Bell who's averaging yes. an ungodly, like I, I'm trying to remember the number now. I think it was like 175 yards uh, from scrimmage uh, over the second half of the season. And he he just was named AFC Offensive Player of the Month for December slash January since we kind of bled into the new year here. And that, that was five games. And if folks aren't aware, Bell led the NFL in rushing for that month and was named AFC Offensive Player and only played four of those five games. He sat last week. This guy is a much bigger threat. Was he shut down against Miami? Yeah, but what we're saying is here, Ben got hurt in that game. I don't see it happening again just the same way necessarily. I would I would have to say, you know, the practice reports, you know, they come out every day and everything. And – um I, I just want to quickly talk about like who participated, didn't participate, and like get a little bit into that um, that front there. So let, let's talk about the the did not participate. Okay, um, Anthony Ciccolo, 
who hasn't really played. Uh, he played, I think, a little bit in that uh, Miami game because they were doing that rotation of the linebackers. That's not happening anymore. They got uh, Debo, and they have um, Bud Dupree. And Bud Dupree, let me tell you something about him. He has four and a half sacks and only played, I believe, in like six games. He was, he was uh, on the IR until like week 11, I believe. And that's when everything started to change in week 11 i believe they faced the cleveland browns and they had like eight sacks in that game and then he didn't really play in that game but the next game he he started to get implemented a little bit more so he is going to um you know be a really big threat going into the playoffs i think is bud dupree so anthony Ciccolo, of course didn't uh participate today the practice report uh ricardo matthews ankle didn't participate and vince williams he has a shoulder uh so hopefully you know <laughs> Uh, Shazier doesn't go down or anything, but uh, Vince Williams, of course, is a, a key special teams uh, player, so that's not really that good. Uh, limited participation, Robert Golden, like we said, uh, Sean Davis is the main guy there. Johnny Maxey, ankle, he's a little banged up. Uh, he said that he's possibly going to play that game, though, if called upon. Uh, full participation, Sammy Coates, Justin Gilbert, Latavius uh uh, Latavius Murray, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Rock> Ladarius, <laughs> yeah, Ladarius Green, uh, concussion, of course, and then Xavier Grimble and then Stefan to it. So the, the main two guys that are full participation that you really want to see is Ladarius Green and Stefan to it, because those are the two playmakers on, um, that you need to basically win the game. Yeah. Um, offense and defense there. Absolutely. And yeah. Just to cut in with you. Uh, Bud Dupree, four and a half sacks, most in the AFC over that stretch of time, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw that floating around. And you know what? I just lost the other thought that I had in the middle of that. Uh, but Bud Dupree with the sacks, and we were talking about somebody else. Oh, you brought up someone else. You know, um, I was actually I cut you off with a little bit of the, the participation. All that we were talking a little bit about Jay Ajayi in his in his uh, 200 yard games. Jay Ajayi he had 200 yards against Pittsburgh. He had 200 yards against the Bills twice. The Bills the Bills gave him 400 yards, and then of course Pittsburgh gave him 200, and he ended the season with over a thousand yards. He had 1,272 yards, but 400 of those came from the Bills alone. So that kind of gets you going. Um, because I know some people were talking about, oh, give me Jay over Le'Veon Bell. I don't believe that's very uh, educated. That's yeah, not- let's prorate what Le'Veon Bell did against the Buffalo Bills: two hundred ninety-eight yep. total yards. So yep. we'll go with uh, four short of uh, him having six hundred versus the four hundred that Jay Ajayi got. Now, who do you really want there? And uh, I remember what it was now that I was trying to think of. You, you jogged my memory mentioning Vince Williams with his shoulder. He says on Twitter, I think it was uh, earlier in the morning or the day before. Uh, the Lord gave me two of them, so I, he's basically looking to play. He's like, I got two shoulders, so just one being bad isn't going to keep me from playing in this game. Uh, yeah. I, I was also able to find those numbers I was looking for with uh, Le'Veon Bell is averaging 4.9 yards per play every time he touches the ball, 4.9 yards. And, of course, Ben Roethlisberger, who was banged up, got injured in this game and didn't have one of his better ones. Uh, two to one touchdown to interception ratio, but that's not the only thing that's really different here. We're talking about some of these wide receivers that are now making impact with the Steelers. This was Kobe Hamilton's first start, I do believe. Sammy Coates with the finger injury right before they make the trip down to South Florida. Uh, Sammy could be back. You guys had an article over on Steel City Report about 
who dresses, who plays. We have a ton of wide receivers. There was a lot of discussion here with our team at uh, Steel City Underground as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Antonio Brown in. Eli Rogers is the slot guy in, no yeah. doubt. From there, do you go with the guy who's been playing, kind of the guy who blocks, who moves the chains on third downs here or there, finds a way to get open, did have the game-winning touchdown last week with Kobe Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys, or both of the guys that could stretch the field, Darius Hayward Bay, finally getting some playing time last week, coming off an of injury himself. Sammy Coates says he feels like a million bucks. Does Sammy have the confidence? He could stretch the field. I know he's a little inconsistent, doesn't always fight for that ball, but once again, yeah. we saw what happened when he was out there with Indianapolis. Uh, he had one catch or maybe no catches on uh, five targets, but it kept the Colts' defense honest, and Antonio Brown ended up lighting yeah, them but, up. But if you want to do that, go with Darius Hayward Bay. He has fingers, okay, that are not broken, <laughs> and he has the ability to stretch the field ex- extremely well, I think even better than Sammy Coates at this juncture. So I would have to go with Sammy Coates uh, not getting a helmet, not dressing, and I would go with Demarcus Ayers if you need that extra player. And the reason is simple. Ayers knows how to run better routes than Sammy Coates. He can catch the football. And on in Cleveland, or actually, well, it was at home, but uh, when they faced Cleveland, it was – just amazing to see how he took crossing routes for big gains. And he had 44 uh, yards and a touchdown on with five receptions. He did drop one uh, catch. It was about a 15 yarder if he caught it, but he's a, he's a good, he's a great player that they have. And I think that Sammy coach just needs to sit this one out and, uh, we might not see him in the, in the playoffs at all because Darius Hayward Bay had a 46-yard reception against the Browns, opened up the game with that deep ball that Landry Jones threw perfectly, by the way. Uh, I know some haters out there don't like Landry Jones. <laughs> um, but I think that you go with uh, DeMarcus Ayers. Of course you go with Kobe Hamilton uh, maybe outside of uh, – Antonio Brown and then Eli Rogers in the slot. You could go Darius Hayward Bay, but I think Kobe Hamilton, with all the the reps that he's been getting, he's so confident at that outside position uh, that he can just do his work that he does uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, and I think the one thing that's really missing on this is the Miami Dolphins uh, were playing for something last week. They play the Patriots. Uh, they get absolutely smoked by New England in that game. I believe it was 35-14. to 14. I'm just going off the top of my head. I'm too lazy to look that up right now because it's, it's almost irrelevant. It's just the point of the Dolphins. Yeah, it was 35-14, though. Mm-hmm. They, they had to play. And uh, Ryan Tannehill ruled out. Matt Moore, a backup quarterback, is going to be in there. And speaking of backups, yes, Landry. He threw a few of them that were on the money. There was one or two that may have been off the page. Uh, it was either Ayers or himself. That's what happens you get uh, inexperienced players. But Ayers almost looking like a, a mini Antonio Brown there. But these guys were getting in there and making plays. Uh, they may or may not be in there again this week. However, the Steelers got to rest all their major players. you got to be salivating at the fact that even though Ladarius Green was in the concussion protocol, he got to rest as well. James Harrison got to rest. Marquise Pouncey got to rest. He's going to be going up against Ndamukong Sue and and the – this, it's actually a really good uh, Miami Dolphins defensive line. They play a four three. There's gonna be, but the the Pittsburgh Steelers in a large a large span. You take out last week because B.J. Finney gives up a sack or two actually right out right out the start of the game, subbing for Pouncey. 
Uh, the Dolphins, it's going to be a matter of the lines. In the offensive line for the Steelers, not giving up as many sacks over the same period of time in this whole win streak. The Steelers' defense getting a lot of sacks. The Dolphins, without their own Pouncey, the twin brother of our Pouncey, he's out. So they have a, actually a, a retread from Pittsburgh, a guy that uh, the Steelers actually drafted, Craig Urbic, is going to be their center. He's experienced, but he's still a backup. And I think, I just think all of these things factor in. You're going to have a backup QB coming in now with Matt Moore, no playoff experience. Does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Matter. It doesn't. You, you know why? Because Matt Moore is, is has been on fire. He really has. He has eight touchdowns and three interceptions on the season, 721 yards, and 105.6 passer rating. Now, given that Jay Ajayi has over 300 yards within that span, but two over, 200 of them, of course, came against the Bills, he, Jay Ajayi was shut down against the um, Patriots, so... Matt Moore had to throw the ball. So he went 24 for 34, uh, 205 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I mean, that's pretty good against New England. You know, uh, Landry Jones did pretty well against New England, too, and he's a backup. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of I'm a little little nervous about Matt Moore uh, throwing the football because he, even though he is uh, a backup, he's a veteran that has been in the uh, Dolphin system for a few years now. He knows what he's doing, but just a little bit scared with that. And of course, that the Dolphins have a great wide receiver uh, core with Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker. Kenny Stills has that deep threat ability. He gets like a touchdown every week just going deep. He's like uh, Taylor Gabriel of the um, Falcons. So you just have to kind of watch out for him. Well, yeah, Matt Moore, probably the backup quarterback that everybody would say that we want now because yeah, of we blew. We I think we killed your phone battery and the you had to jump in the conversation, so it's your I own had fault. To. It's I only had your to. if just to let the listeners know we we're talking about Landry Jones on Twitter, and there was probably like a hundred notifications on Nate's phone. Uh, he's just saying, "Hey, can somebody cool it?" It's like, "Hey, it's not me. I don't have control over other people's Twitter accounts." But um, and speaking of which, we said Landry. You know, he'd probably come away with the win last week or whatever. But Matt Moore has been solid despite all that, though. Uh, the Dolphins, uh, they they were slow moving. They were 26th in the league as far as passing yards per game. Uh, they are ninth in rushing. They're 17th in points scored. They're 18th in points allowed. And they're plus two on the year with takeaways and giveaways, and we're plus five. So not the huge disparity there. But on defense, 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 and believe it or not, depleted. they give up. Yeah, forty more yards. Yep. Well, they're also depleted. We'll get in, we didn't get into their uh, injury report, which we can in a second. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I got that. They're they're thirtieth in rush D, and they're right in the middle of the pack as far as uh, passing defense. So while they have they have the pl- the players, uh, their their leading guy of uh, what two forced fumbles, I think, and four picks for. Oh, let me pull it up here. Byron Maxwell. Uh, yes, uh, four four. I'm sorry, I have that backwards. Four force fumbles and two interceptions. He's limited oh, in okay. practice. Uh, their safeties, both of their starting safeties, are, are injured. 
they got an uphill battle with their own secondary and trying to keep up. So if this does turn into a shootout, if you do see Ajayi running all over and Matt Moore on fire throwing the ball all over the place, don't panic. The Steelers here, we just said, have five solid wide receivers. They are going to have more than likely the Darius Green back out on the field. They also have a healthy D'Angelo Williams backing up Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell making his postseason debut, has not played in a playoff game for the Steelers. This Steelers team is locked and loaded and ready for a playoff run. And that's a fact. Um, you were talking about Byron Maxwell. Let's get into a, a little bit of the uh, injury report for the Dolphins. He didn't participate today, and it's Thursday. I don't see him playing in this game. And if he doesn't play, that means Antonio Brown is probably going to be covered by Tony Lippett. And, I mean, I feel bad for Tony Lippett. He has four He has four uh, interceptions on the season. I believe he leads the team, and he has 67 tackles. But let me tell you, he's a solid player, but he got picked on against the Pats. And that was because of the Julian Edelman 77-yard touchdown. It was just a simple, like, slant. That's all it was. But guess how... Uh, how he got destroyed by Michael Floyd. He j- popped the crap out of him. It was insane. So he was down, and he's actually on the injury report, but he's a full participation, so he's probably going to play. But anyway, did not participate. Uh, you have one more. That's Ryan Tannehill. He's actually not going to play. It's going to be Matt Moore that's getting the start, so that's awesome for that. Uh, and it actually might not be awesome. Who knows? It just it depends on how the secondary does against a backup in Matt Moore. Limited participation. You got Jelani Jenkins. Uh, that's their linebacker. He has a knee injury. Uh, and then safety, Bakari Rambo. He has a chest injury, and he was limited. So I could see uh, Rambo playing in this game. Uh, and then full participation, uh, Tony Lippett, like I just said, and then uh, center Craig uh, Urbic uh, that we uh, drafted, you mentioned. So they're, they're full participation. But like I said, I don't see Maxwell like, playing in this game. And if he doesn't play, it's going to be in the Antonio Brown show. And if you watch that Colts game on Thanksgiving, I love the Antonio Brown show. <laughs> yeah, and and just you know, there was another thing I, that I noticed uh, when I watched the Ravens game. Going back with all of our starters in there, we talk about all these wide receivers. I actually saw the Steelers for the first time in a long to just empty the whole backfield out. They hadn't been doing it much this year, and they're even capable of using Bell as a receiver. I think they have the opportunity to use some four and five wide receiver sets that Miami's not used to looking at. They do not have enough bodies capable of covering all of the receivers we talked about. They also, we're talking about as far as linebackers, now Kiko Alonso is a solid uh, linebacker, but what are you going to do? Are you gonna, you're going to have to put a linebacker on a tight end. Jesse James is still capable, but Ladarius Green will be back. He's also capable of helping stretch the field with the seam routes and whatnot. This is a very scary matchup as far as the Steelers. I think Pittsburgh can put up 30-plus on them. They're at home. Crowd noise should not be a factor. In fact, Ben said, everyone in the stands, shut up when we have the ball. On defense, scream your heads off. And that's the way – you know, I feel that way all the time. I don't understand. I watch I Yeah, watch I don't understand like, fans. I don't yeah. understand. And they they do need it. to real. it's common sense, Joe. It's common sense. When the offense says the football, you want them to do their best. You want them to concentrate, okay? And when the when the uh, 
defenses on the field. You want that offense of the other team to not hear anything. So be loud. I mean, it's common sense, Joe. And, and I, I could write an article about that. I mean, seriously, I mean, people need to people need to realize that it is common sense. And Ben shouldn't even have to say that. You know, when he when he puts his hands up, he puts them down like he, he does a motion like that. That mm-hmm. basically means to shut your mouth. We got the football, you know, mm-hmm. and people sometimes do it. But some people are just like out of no man's land. It's like, what is going on? You know, we have the we have the ball. We're trying to score with 14 seconds left against Baltimore. They they did it, but you know, you guys got to be quiet. So Ben, he he said that, and I I, I got to give kudos to him because it definitely needed said, especially during playoff time when mistakes should be limited to none at all. What are they thinking, Nate? The, they're not. It's the alcohol speaking. So hopefully, this one <laughs> one thing sticks with them. And you know, the other thing that gets me too. Hey, fans, uh, it's cool and all if the Dolphins come and line up at the line of scrimmage. You want to make some noise and you want to credit yourself with a false start. But how about doing some screaming when these guys go in the huddle? If they can't hear what's going on in the headset and they can't relay the information during that while that play clock's running, that is just as destructive as just waiting to scream at the when they get to the line of scrimmage and ready to snap the ball. And that's the way I've always felt about that. So uh, quiet when Ben has the ball. Landry Jones even shushed him, I think, in the Browns game last week, which was kind of funny wow. right there at the end yeah what yeah a legend. what a legend man. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what that's a whole other topic for a whole other time they have the Steelers as a 10 point favorite uh the Vegas line over and under is 47 I could easily see this being in the ballpark of like a 30 to 10 or a 30 36 to 10 or something 38 to 10 however you want to do it it's so hard to pick what the Steelers could score Tomlin likes to go for two uh, I'm sure Boswell will get some work in this game as well uh, but hopefully not too much work uh, let's see let's see Ben and the boys do everything here we have the killer bees together for the first time in the postseason ready to make a run hopefully 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 I want to see a decisive game I'm tired of seeing games where you know, I'm biting my fingernails. I'm pulling out all my hair. I'm ready to have a heart attack. Even last week with the backups. I mean, that was a lot of fun, but most of us sitting there knew that the game didn't mean nothing. We wouldn't have been too broken hearted other than having to hear Browns fans gloat that they want they were on I a two game win it. streak. So I, no, I don't want to hear it. I had to hear it when I went to school, Joe. They said we almost beat you. I said we beat you with our backups and Landry and Jones. Uh... They, they they were like, We still almost beat you. I'm like, Browns fans. Almost you know, only counts in go to the past, but you know, not right now. Yeah, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So hopefully we don't have one of these almost situations. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm sure you are too. So, Nate, quick shout out to all of our listeners. Just anything that you want to throw out there, final thoughts, and how yeah. to, how to follow you, uh, Twitter and everything else that you're involved with. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little little uh, shout out here for myself, of course. Yeah, but uh, SteelCityReport.com is the website. Uh, Joe and I, uh, he said this before, we do similar things. We have the film rooms, uh, we have the breakdowns, everything that you need for your Steelers news. Uh, go check out that. 
along with uh, the Twitter. It's uh, the handle is at steel underscore report. Uh, just give me a follow if you can. I really appreciate it, Joe. You always have me on. Uh, and if it's if I'm not always on, it, it takes about six months and it's the summertime because that's when I have free time. But I really appreciate it as always. And just, you know, just check out the website. You're not going to be upset. Uh, you know, start discussions in the comments. Uh, do some polls. We always have polls on the articles. And uh, just enjoy your time because guess what? The Pittsburgh Steelers are in the playoffs and they're going to make a splash. They're going to go to the championship game. They're going to tell New England to shove it and they're going to win. I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm banking it. I'll bet you $50 million. Oh, I don't, even, I don't even want to see New England get there. And nothing would make <laughs> I don't me. Either, but, you, know, you know, nothing would make not any talent. I, nothing. They got nothing. Oh, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> you could see uh, they've got it. They, they've got it. I don't see Houston or Oakland putting up much of a fight. But, hey, you never know. But uh, you know yeah. what, fans? Let's wait. Let's wait until we get, Let's not overlook the Miami right. Dolphins right now. Right. Let's take care of business this weekend. Let's make it loud. Let's make them uncomfortable. Until next time, be safe. Be good. Go Steelers. We'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. Aloha, I'm Clifford from Yamanoa Safeway. Can't decide what to eat? Whether it's lunch or dinner, you'll find a perfect meal in the Safeway Deli. Handcrafted sandwiches, fresh sushi prepared by our in-house chefs, signature salads, our famous fried chicken and tenders. Add a side like creamy mashed potatoes or mac and cheese, all fresh and ready to go every day. Stop by this week to get a hot deal on rotisserie chicken, only $5.88 each with in-and coupon. This is Clifford from Manoa Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.